everybody if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Military Health Men's Edition. Uh, we just we did change the name. and <laughs> Kind of had to for <laughs> copyright infringements. <laughs> we we or, had... <laughs> or try not to get copyright Yeah, trying to make sure. Trying not to get sued here. Um, as you guys know, obviously, I have Dallas... Uh, Dallas Hernandez here is my number two. And finally, my official co-anchor. Finally, it only took five episodes, <laughs> but it's okay. I'll take it. It's all right. Um, so you guys know me. My name is Joshua Maria. And we actually have a guest on here with us today. Uh, his name is Blake Ransom. Hey, all right, PSC Blake Ransom is one of the soldiers that I know. And here he is on the show. All right, so guys, we're going to jump right into it. Today's episode is... Uh, Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. No, thank you for your service. And thank, thank you for, you your, for service. your service. <laughs> so we, we take it as a joke, but in reality, there there is a very big stigma about this, all right? So if I could go in for a little bit on the history of what thank you for your service is, thank you for your service is just a way that people went around and appreciated uh, the service members around them. They appreciated people for making that decision to join the military and volunteer to serve their country, all right? So... I, I got to ask, and I know a lot of service members don't like this, right? But how do you guys respond uh, when a civilian thanks you for your service? Or like uh, just awkward nod and a thank you. Yeah? I mean, that's that, just that. That's about it. Or I learned to say um, thank you for your support. And, uh, and and that's see that's good I like that and that's and humble that's what that that's is that's very humble and um as a service member we have to be humble but I, I I like that me personally what I usually do is I I say thank you I appreciate it and then I just continue about my business I really don't think about it much but I don't like I personally don't like the phrase itself but it also takes you off guard too so you really don't know how to respond like in a split second you know what you're mean? right and how, how do you respond so to it? me personally I, i've learned to try to be humble about it to where i'm like no thank you for your service and we all make the world go round. okay so keep, keep keep them motivated in, in that right. sense and, and that's good um because who knows that might have been the only compliment they got that day you know what i mean i like, mean you're right <laughs> you're you're 100 right um uh i guess i guess the second question would probably come up yeah the uh, so the second one is is how do you respond to your family thanking you for your service so with my family thanking me for my service a lot of the time it's it's more awkward because these are people that knew me since i was a kid and when i was a kid i wasn't all that good same, same. <laughs> so for them to sit yeah. here and thank me for my service it's a little concerning for me because i'm just like whoa this is weird it's just weird it's not concerning it's just weird it's like but you look at it in a different light though well yeah and and, and for me personally I, I dislike the statement because it, it it makes me feel like i'm on the spot and i and when i'm i love being on the spot but on the spot in a way that i'm not comfortable with because i'm not always thinking that way yeah you know that makes sense what about you Rick? what about you blake just about the same, just an awkward nod and a thank you. Yeah, same thing. Continue about my business, or I'll 
like just shake their hand or something. It's really, it's really awkward doing. I, I mean, so you know what's my issue with thank you for your service? So I feel like with thank you for your service is like, if, if to me it feels like someone's holding their door open for me, but I'm at, I'm like 50 I'm, yards away. I'm like, yeah, 50 yards away and I have to jog. I have to jog to go there and be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like. And I know for a lot of service members, it does feel that way. I don't know if it feels like that for you. It, it does for me, too. Uh, another another example I, I think I would like to give about it is the... <laughs> you ever you ever go eat at a restaurant? Mm-hmm. And you know in the restaurant, they say, hey, enjoy your meal. And then you go, oh, yeah, you too. That's what it feels like when I say yeah. thank you back sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, that was stupid. Yeah, it's the same thing with the movies when they hand you your ticket. And they're like, oh, enjoy your movie. And you're like, oh, yeah, you too. And then you walk away and you're like, wow, I just said that. I just, I just, See? I just did it. Like, like you're just yeah. sitting there contemplating like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. walking away. Did I not think about that? Um, so, I mean, we have, we actually have a, um, uh, we have a fan question. So what, is, what do you think the problem is with this statement, right? For service members. And, and so are you saying like service member how do you, getting thanked from like family or civilians? Yeah. Or are, you, are you saying service member, service member? No, it's not service members. It's two members. totally different things. And, and, it it like, is. And we're, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. But we, we'll bring it up. But yeah. um, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes down to family and, and civilians and, and just random strangers, right? Um, when I hear the statement, me personally, I know for a fact that, um, a lot of, there are people out there that it's a 50, 50 shot. Um, you can get a regular good response or you can get a bad response because some of these guys may have PTSD. It may trigger something in them. Mm -hmm. Um, I know me and you had that discussion earlier and we talked about that. Um, but what, what, what do you think is wrong with the statement? What I think, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. It's just from the point of view that, like, say we're sitting at, you know, they don't know what what we've done per se, you know. Yeah. So all I did, you know, I went basic, went to AIT, and now I'm at my unit. Yeah. So and you I, you you didn't do much. Yeah, I haven't done. Barely anything. Not as much as you've done. I don't know about... No, but you're still young in the Army, too. Yeah, you're still so, young. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it feels like I haven't earned... You haven't thing. earned... Okay. And what about you? What's up with you? What about me? What I think the problem is with it? I yeah. mean, well, service member to service member... I told you I was going to bring it up. Uh, yeah, you did. You did. So, <laughs> service member to service member, we use it as an insult. <laughs> so, it, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, you know, especially if somebody messes up on the job or whatever, just being stupid. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, be like, oh, well, thank you for your service. And, yeah. you know, of course, you know, we get that. No, thank you for your service. Or, or they, hey, you're doing great things yeah, for your country, yeah. you know. Keep yeah. doing great things. Keep doing great things. Yeah. And, and that's the joke that comes from it. But, I mean, yeah. so the reason why I wanted to bring it up because, you know, we also do bring everything back to mental health, right? Mm-hmm. So, on a mental health aspect of it, or, or just me, my feelings in general for it, right? I feel like there are different ways to ask, um, to, to say that to, to people. And service members, like like I said, um, you got you got you don't you don't always know, mm-hmm. especially if they're a veteran, if they're somebody that's gone through through shit, somebody yeah. that's gone through it all. So like something that I'd recommend is people say, I don't know how you did all those those years, but I'm sure it's nice to call a place home for once. I know you've missed out on a lot, right? And that's something that that feels more straight from the heart. That feels like you actually care. And not saying that people that say thank you for your service don't care, but I feel like 
in this day and age with service members, we have a lot of issues with with uh, with sharing that. Yeah. You know, we we don't talk about our feelings and stuff. But for somebody to sit there and say that they don't know how we did it for so long, mm-hmm. and you know, we care about you, that's something different than thank you for your service. Because it feel with thank you for your service, it feels more like a like a slap on the face. No, no not a, it's like a add a boy. It's like a pat yeah, on the back. Yeah. And nowadays, you know, like obviously, a participation it's trophy. a partic- yeah, it's a participation trophy for for a lot of people to give out. But the caveat for what you just said with that statement yeah. that you just read, it also shows the service member that you're trying to understand too. Like you don't fully get it, but you're trying to. Okay. And it cir- that also circles back to oh, they do fucking care. You know what I mean? Home. And, and I mean, a lot of responses that we usually get from that is that my family served for a long time. I know your father was a first sergeant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've had family members serve for, for so long. And that's why I joined or I joined because of 9-11. I joined because of all these other reasons. But when you when when thank you for your service comes along. Right. Yes, it's a compliment. Yes, it's being nice. Yes, it's being thankful. Right. But I think for civilians that don't know for a lot of service members, we feel underappreciated a lot of the time. And um, it's a thankless job. A lot of the time, it is. And when our family and friends, they do say thank you for your service, it's great. We thank you for that. We appreciate it. But if I was you, I would ask a little little bit differently. Um, Be a little more involved, a little more sincere. Because in a way, just a statement, thank you for your service, can set some people off. Exactly. Um, And and shake their hands. You know, shake, shake, shake a service member's hand. Look them in the eye. I mean, obviously, it's... You know, the current situation we're in right now. Or buy him a beer. Hint, hint, buy him a beer. <laughs> hand him. Hand him. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I know I talked about that for a little bit now. And that's something I really wanted to get out. I think that service members, we, 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 we love the fact that you care about us. But I know we would like, um, we, we would like a little bit, something different. Yeah. Because thank you for me, for your service is definitely... It's just stale, honestly. It's, it's stale. Is what it is. Because thank you for your service. I, I tell you this right now. I saw a nurse the other day that's currently dealing with the pandemic that we're going through right now. And I didn't say thank you for your service. I said thank you for doing exactly what you need to be doing to make sure we're safe. I appreciate you for what you've done. Because I, me personally, when someone says thank you for your service, I don't take it that way. I, it doesn't really matter to me that much. Mm-hmm. Right? But because I don't... I know that cur- you know right now where I'm at, I'm not really doing too much. But at the same time, when I see somebody that's doing their job, my, I make I'm, I make sure when I see my uh, my garbage guy, anybody that's doing their job on a daily basis, thank you, thank you for your services. Is, is we all make the world go round? We all make the world go round. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody's important. And uh, I guess I guess we can we can shoot over to the next question. Um, so, do you feel like you've done enough to deserve being thanked for your service? See now, that's that's a que- that right there is a, that's a that's a hard one. See the thing the thing about you though is, is you're different from us. You know what I'm saying? Like and, you and came you came from combat arms. You know what I'm saying? Like you you, yeah. you did your time. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I, I did my time. And it's like now you're on the support side and you're kind of seeing the other side of it. But you know we kind of covered that. I think it was two episodes ago. Yeah, we did. But you know what I'm saying? But that's that's different for you than it is for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like me personally, I've never been deployed. Tried to catch a deployment for them actually. Yeah. Didn't happen. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. And uh, so, yeah, I think, I think that people like, just gonna not like be politically correct here, but like people like you who actually went over, sacrificed your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like sacrificed your time away from your family. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like y'all do deserve that. You know uh, what I mean? I, and and if even if that's true, right? My biggest thing, um, I I still don't. You know what I'm saying? Why? There there's been times where it's it's made me feel like I couldn't accept that thank you. There were there were times where I had to really rethink certain things that I did. Okay. And even when I get back home, you know what I'm saying? It, it things change you, right? Absolutely. So I know that I've gone through my struggles back home. Um and, and that's a whole nother war that I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? A whole whole other types of demons. So when someone thanks me for my service, the first thing I usually go back to is the things that I've done and the things that I brought back with me. And I, I'm not proud of it a lot of the time. Um and that's just personal. Right. Um, but for a new soldier, Ransom, I mean, you're, you're still new. But how do you feel like you've done anything that, that's deserving of thank you for your service? I don't. I just feel like like if you went through a job, you did the interview, you did the training, and now you're doing your job. So it feels like every day I'm just doing a job. Okay. Like I'm no different from anybody else. I put on a uniform the same way. I wake up the same way, and I just go to work. But another thing I want to touch on did you ever feel like it was just another job? When they thank you, you're like, I'm just working. This is just what I do. I think after a while, yeah. I, I think guess it's conducting an interview. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. <laughs> How the turntables have <laughs> turned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn the table. I like it. Um, so, no, uh, I, I think after a while, it's be- it, it, it feels more like it is a job. Um, there's, there's a huge difference between civilian life and, and this life. So when you shift over, it's not just a it's not just a job. It's a it's a lifestyle. So be, because of that, it, it, it's your life. So waking up at five in the morning and go fucking run ten miles is, or five miles mm-hmm. is not something that's that a lot of people do, but it's what we do. Um, so I I feel like at some point it did stop being a job and started just becoming a lifestyle. And I think that was when I was about four years in. So that was three years ago. I thought that this was a I thought that this was a job, but how about you? What do you What do you think about it in Dallas? I mean, it, you hit the nail on the head, though. When you said lifestyle, I mean, like the transition from civilian to military life is is one very difficult um, because you know you go through basic and AIT. But I mean, for me, it's it's more like I don't think that I deserve it because once again, like I've never, yeah, I have sacrificed you know time away from like my family and like my friends that I've known and grew up with my entire life yeah you know so yeah on that on that front yes but as far as like being able to do my job no because i ride a desk you know what i mean like i don't and i don't like that like that's not that's not what i came in here to do and i just haven't gotten the chance to actually yeah push out there start like feel in, in my personal view like serve my country you know what i mean okay because there's millions of people who ride a desk every day but I don't thank them for their service. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And 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 I, I can see how that's a little deterring for you. Yeah. Like, it makes you feel like, you know, you're not doing what you exactly. can't be the best you can be. Exactly. And um, I, I, I wanted I wanted to talk about that a little bit. When you were talking about family um, and, and time and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So, I, I've, uh, I think I've expressed, expressed this once before, probably in the earlier episodes that we've had. It's in one of them. <laughs> it's in one of them. Um, so, I've been married... I've been married uh, just recently, six years, December 18th. Nice. So my wife doesn't think I forgot the day. <laughs> She's probably listening. She's probably <laughs> listening. Um, but 
I sit there and I and I uh, I realize yes, I've been married six years, but in reality, how much time have I spent home? So we did the math once. Uh, I've been home about going on three years now because of uh, the pandemic. That's what set us off at three years because I've been home for a year. Right. But usually I'm in the field uh, for two weeks every month. I after that we go to NCC, then we'll deploy, right? Uh, I went to Korea for a whole year. Uh, I went to AIT because I had a reclass, so for that was three months. And in all that time, I was left with about three years with my wife. And I mean, I love my wife, and I'm happy that mm-hmm. we spent as much time as we get. But that sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. That sacrifice of missing my kids grow up. Uh, I, I deployed. My son was born, and for a month he was here. I was here. Then I deployed. And then, boom. Mm -hmm. I I lost an entire uh, eight, nine months away from my son. Came back, spent some time here. uh, Went to JBLM. Went to the field a lot. Uh, My second son was born. I was at NCC when he was still in the belly. After he was born, probably like three, four months later, I was on my way to AIT. Went to AIT for three months. A month after that, I went to Korea for a whole year. And, and we talk about ourselves in this, but thank you for your service. It goes so much further. It, it goes does. to the spouses, the family members. You know what I mean? That the stigma too. I mean, you know, we all hear it like military spouses and kids. They serve too. Oh, oh, I, I and it is one hundred and fifty percent true. I wholeheartedly believe that because if I tell you this right now, my wife is the number one hold it down that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. My wife has held down so much. The fact that she can wake up in the morning and deal with both my kids while I'm gone. Every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Every single day. I, and for her, them not to be in school, she's dealing with them, teaching them on her own, which thank you so much, babe, for doing that. Um, throw that one in there. I like it. Yeah, bro- you're annoying <laughs> ass. Comes back yeah. home after work. Bro. Yeah, we need, we need them brownie points. <laughs> That's it. But when, when you sit there and I hate, I hate the, uh, the pendas, I hate, I hate all those phrases, right? Because I know for a fact my wife is here dealing with my children, mm-hmm. holding down the household, making sure... That a person who has never had a home, I, I've never, I've never had a home. Making sure that a person who's never had a home has a home to come to. I can go sleep on the ground for six months, right, on rocks in the rain, all that, and then come home and have a bed waiting for me with how, you know, warm, clean sheets, uh, a bath, some food, ready, ready on the table, and all that. But my wife is able to do that. And that, that's where the real struggle is. That's where the, the real power is. What I do every day does not matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I, I, it's already done. It's my lifestyle. I'm handling it. But what my wife sits there and does, I, we should be fucking thanking her for her service. Absolutely. We should be thanking my kids for Absolutely. their service, for being out without their father. You know how many times my son asked me, Daddy, are you coming home today? My son has asked me that every single day when I go off to work. When I leave for a year... My son was like, Daddy, when are you coming back? And I said, I always come back. I always tell him, I'm, I, oh, Daddy always comes back. The one day that I'm, I'm, I'm most scared of is the day that I can't keep that promise. That's the day I'm scared of. Yeah. Daddy, are you coming back? I'll be back. I promise, little buddy. Yeah, I get, I get that too. I get that for my children. Or, you know, both my daughters. You know, I have a stepdaughter and a biological daughter. But uh, every time they ask me, like, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? And I tell them, I'm at work. I have to. Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to say to a five and a two-year-old? That's you know not, what I mean? Yeah, my work. Like, come on now. Because they do. don't understand it. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not fair is what it is. And, and here's the thing. At a point, my son didn't really know I was gone. So, you know, it was easy. But then when my son started realizing that I was gone, 
that's where it really changed for me. Mm-hmm. That's where things started. I started being scared of things because I've never. I don't have fear. I have two fears: one of heights and one of dying um, slowly. <laughs> that's it. Fair. I just don't. I, I want my death to be instant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you jump out of a plane and your parachute doesn't work, you got the rest of your life to figure it out. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Very true. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's it's like that, and, and I don't fear nothing. But now I fear choking. I fear crying. I fear all the little tiny things as a parent should fear. Mm-hmm. But my wife, the fucking soldier that really runs my household. The home front is just as important as the front line. And that's... If not more important. And that's what it is. If not more important. The whole front is way more important. You know mm-hmm. why? Because as long as... A soldier could always be out in the field. Mm-hmm. As long as he has a place to go and call home. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. That's true. That's all that matters. It's very true. Because as long as you have a place to call home, you always know that you're safe. You always know that you're protected. You always know that no matter what's going on in the world, where you are or what you're doing... You're, you're home. Yeah. You have that safety net. Mm-hmm. Um, Ransom, I know they, again, you're a brand new soldier. I've met your family. I think they're great. I love your family. Um, how does your family feel about you being in the military? What do they think about you, you know, when you deploy and all that? What, what do you think? What do they think? Well, there was a scare when we were on IRF. Okay. And everybody was getting deployed left and right because shit was popping off. And my mom, she called me. She's like, are you getting deployed? Are you? like, no, chill, okay? It's not like that. You go to war, I don't even know what time I'm coming. I don't even know what time I'm getting off work. I don't even know <laughs> what time. <laughs> like, like, we barely leave PT on time, Mom. It's, yeah. it's fine. But um, at first, when I was working construction for military, all that, she was like, you don't need to join the damn army. You are too fucking stupid, you know? Well, she didn't really say that, but I know she was feeling it. And uh, now I've joined, she's like mellowed out. She doesn't really care. She texts me every day, tells me I have a good day, saying my dad. Yeah. You know? And, that, and that's always good. That's important, too, that's, that's important, too. That's important. And and this, this is this is something I, I guess it's time to, to close up a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think you guys would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what I kind of want to wanna, wanna just stay on real fast is um, so here we are. Right, we're here. We're giving this podcast, and, and we need to give these soldiers uh, something to look forward to. We need to tell civilians what we're what, what's actually going on. We need to tell these soldiers what's actually going on. We're real people, and that's why we have real people on. Mm-hmm. Talk about these real stories. Um, family members of ser- of service members. If you are a family member of a service member, reach out, talk to them, let them know that there is a home somewhere for them. Mm-hmm. If you're married, if you're uh, if you're dependent, if you're a wife, a spouse, a son, a daughter, then you're hearing this. Go, let that let that service member know. Let your regular parents know. Doesn't he, it's not it's not all pertaining to military right now, but let somebody know that you care. Talk to them. Thank everybody for their service. Yeah. Be humble. Be humble. And you know what? Um, I think I think that. This was, this was a, I think it was an okay episode. I think it was solid. I think that we, we talked about what we need to talk a about. A lot of good solid points here. But I think the most important thing that we talked about today is the fact that we're not the only people that needs to be thanked. Yeah. We're never the only people that needs to be thanked. Yeah. So, I, I think. I mean, as far as right now in the world, if you really want my honest opinion, I think the nurses and the doctors on the front lines of this pandemic deserve more thanks than we do. I, I, I 100% agree and with that. And you'll never change my mind on that one. No, I, I agree. Like, um, I have many of friends who are 
ER nurses or surgical assistants or I don't know what you call it, surgical nurses maybe I don't know yeah I'm pretty sure I'm not fucking nurse. doctor whatever okay. I'm a scientist but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, yeah like they're out there every day watching people die of this horrible horrible disease and it's you know that's just as much as like us going to fucking war out somewhere in the desert you know what i mean i, I agree I'm, and I'm, I'm with you on that. and if you're a nurse or a doctor or, so, or somebody in the medical field thank you for your service thank you um we, we really do appreciate it um i wanted to talk about what's going to be happening uh, next week uh so next week um we have we're actually getting a an army recruiter who is going to be talking to us about um the standards that they look for for soldiers the mental um like how they feel when they first coming in and what what are the, what are their tactics when it comes to dealing with soldiers who may be scared and we're going to find out a little bit about that recruiter and some information about him uh we also have a first sergeant coming on and uh and we have a we have a special guest for you guys um which is going to be a very intense episode which i genuinely am excited to talk about mm-hmm. um so we're just going to leave that one a secret but it looks like I'm already running out of time. Uh, guys, remember that this is not a moment. It's a movement. And each of each and every one of you can be and should be a part of it. Uh, we want you to be a part of it. Yes. That's why we do this. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, guys, um, I'm going to let the show go. Um, this is uh, military. This is military health men's edition. And I would love to have more people on, more people to um, share, like, and continue to listen to the podcast. Let us know how you feel. Join mm-hmm. the Facebook page. Um, write some questions down. Even message us. We'll be able to answer. Oh, and uh, guys, remember that uh, toxic leaders, uh, toxic leaders breed, to- um, teach toxic soldiers to be toxic leaders. All right. So let's 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 kill the trend. Yeah. And remember, you're not alone in your fight. All right, guys, this is uh, Josh Maria signing off. This is Dallas signing off. Blake Ransom signing off. And uh, we'll see you guys. Solid number two. We'll see (laughs) you all on Monday. We'll see you on Monday.